0: Love Talk Radio Everybody get up the am
1: Gentlemen, this is Yvonne Mason. This is off the chain. Yes, I am back. And the reason I am back is because of what is going on in our country. I come from a very patriotic family. I've had family that has died on the battlefields. And what I am seeing now is something I predicted way back in the 90s, that people would become so complacent and so, if it's not in my backyard, I don't care, that while they were sleeping, the government didn't overreach. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I am talking about it is an election year. Those who are in office are trying to Shoot this election in the foot. We were at our highest with our economy. People were at work. We had our lowest unemployment in many, many years. So what did they do? This is what they did. They took a virus. Then they made it a political environment. Now, while I'm not saying that this virus is not deadly, it is deadly. It has killed people. However... What they are spoon-feeding you and you're swallowing hook, line, and sinker is they are not telling you all the data. They are giving you just enough to make you fearful, anxious, and in full panic mode. They are making you turn on the rest of us like hungry wolves who eat their young. I will give you all of the data, I will tell you all of the things that I have found in this special one-and-a-half-hour show about never let a good crisis go to waste. And believe you me, ladies and gentlemen, the politicians never let a good crisis go to waste. From Nancy Pelosi's own mouth, and she said, and I quote, We lie to the people. We take a lie, we feed it to the media The media perpetrates it And then people say, well the media said And then that lie becomes truth. That is what we are here tonight to do Is pull back the curtain And the land of Oz And show you they indeed are not letting A good crisis go to waste The One of the things that I've learned and read is we should never forget the constitution wasn't written to restrain citizens citizens behavior it was written to restrain government's behavior and ladies and gentlemen the government has done an overreach in epic proportions we will be joined later on this evening in a few minutes by a gentleman by the name of bob white he will also have something to say Before I get into the nuts and bolts of all of this This is a world we live in, folks This was on my Facebook page And this, this is the idiocy of the perpetration of this crime against you patriots I've been called everything from having moron virus To being an idiot, to being stupid To being selfish, to being unkind I am none of those things. I am one of the kindest people you will ever meet. But when you start trampling on my rights and when you start telling me that I have to go into isolation because of fear, I have a problem with that. When you cancel my worship services because of fear, I have a problem with that. The politicians have been trying to do this for years, ladies and gentlemen. They've been trying to shut down our freedom of religion, our freedom of speech, our freedom to bear arms, and our freedom to assemble for as long as I can remember. And there are those of you who will sit back and allow it to happen. And here is the world we live in, folks. This is for your evening's musing as you... Sip your coffee laced with your adult beverage of choice And try to figure out the logistics of the sanity and the twilight zone we now find ourselves in Welcome to the maze of your new normal I've heard that more than once This is our new normal No, ladies and gentlemen, it is not our new normal It's absolute insanity Here are the official coronavirus guidelines Basically, you can't leave the house for any reason But if you have to, well, then you can Masks are useless, but maybe you have to wear one. It can save you. It is useless, but maybe it is mandatory as well. Stores are closed except those that are open. You should not go to hospitals unless you have to go there. Same applies to doctors. You should only go there in case of emergency, provided you are not too sick. This virus is deadly but still not too scary, except that sometimes it actually leads to a global disaster. Gloves won't help. But they still can help Everyone needs to stay home But it's important to go out There is no shortage of groceries In the supermarket But there are many things missing When you go there in the evening But not in the mornings sometimes The virus has no effects on, no effect on children Except those it affects Animals are not affected But there still is a cat That tested positive in Belgium In February when no one Had been tested Plus a few tigers here and there you'll have many symptoms when you were sick but you can also get sick without symptoms have symptoms without being sick or be contagious without having symptoms my head is spinning ladies and gentlemen i mean spinning in order not to get sick you have to eat well and exercise but eat whatever you have on hand and it's better not to go out but well but no It's better to get some fresh air, but you get looked at very wrong when you get some fresh air, and most importantly, you don't go to parks or walk. But don't sit down, except that you can do that now if you are old, but not for long, or if you are pregnant, but not too old. Now, who is old that's pregnant? Really, people? You can't go to retirement homes, but you have to take care of the elderly and bring food and medication. If you are sick, you can't go out, but you can go to the pharmacy, You can get restaurant food delivered to the house, which may have been prepared by people who didn't wear masks or gloves, but you have to have your groceries decontaminated outside for three hours. Would that include pizza, too? Every disturbing article or disturbing interview starts with, I don't want to trigger panic, but you can't see your older mother or grandmother, but you can take a taxi and meet an older taxi driver. You can walk around with a friend, but not with your family, even if they don't live under the same roof. If you are, safe, you are safe if you maintain the appropriate social distance, but you can't go out with friends or strangers at the safe social distance. The virus remains active on different surfaces for two hours, no four, no six, no, we didn't say hours, maybe days, but it takes a damp environment. Oh, no, not necessarily. The virus... The virus stays in the air. Well, no or yes, maybe, especially in a closed room. And one-hour sick person can infect 10, so it falls. All of our children are already infected at school before it was closed. But remember, if you stay at the recommended social distance, however, in certain circumstances, you should maintain a greater distance, which studies show the virus can travel further, maybe. We count the number of deaths, but we don't know how many people are infected as we've only tested so far those who were almost dead to find out if that's what they will die of. Almost dead? Really, people? We have no treatment except that there may be one that apparently is not dangerous unless you take too much, which is the case with all medications. This one just really rips me. We should stay locked up until the virus disappears, but it will only disappear uh, disappear if we achieve collective immunity, a.k.a. herd immunity. So when it circulates, but we must no longer be locked up for what? Okay, I don't know who the original author was for this, but I tell you, this is the insanity that is more epidemic than this so-called virus. It just boggles my mind Okay, so let me ask you this, people These people have asked some very pointed questions Ask yourself why this response from the government for COVID-19 And not any other virus the past 100 years COVID-19, like all viruses, attacked the immune-compromised This is unfortunate, yet this is the way viruses operate. So while this is a different virus, it acts the same in one who takes it down. Ask yourself why news stations are using hospital images from other countries, yet the headlines range, Overwhelmed hospital staff in New York Fighting COVID-19. Why is the media taking clips of medical staff rolling down the hall with mannequins instead of real people? Don't take my word for it, people. Look it up yourselves. And our guest is with us. Let me get David on here. Bob, how are you?
0: I'm good, Yvonne. How are you?
1: I am wonderful. I'm just reading some of the insanity that, I don't know if you heard me before you came on or not, but we're going to revisit that. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Bob White. He is out of Melbourne, Georgia. I just met this beautiful man today, and he and I struck it up. He is the chair Republican Liberty Caucus of Florida for seven years he is he was candidate for governor in 2000 the 2018 primary and he is a fourth generation native floridian so bob you have seen never let a good crisis go to waste would that be a good statement oh,
0: absolutely absolutely and the politicians in both parties are practicing that these days
1: they they are and, and what I found What I have found through this entire thing, my late husband, was was, we were political crazies. He ran campaigns for years. He started out in the JCs, and then he became a, a Florida JCI senator. And so campaigns and politics was not something that he was not embedded in. But he also said, never let a good crisis go to waste. Now, would it be safe to say, Bob, that our economy was the best it has been in 15
0: years? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's been, it was probably the best it's been in my lifetime, and I'm 63 years old.
1: Well, see, you're even younger than I am. And all it took was a little virus for the politicians, as Nancy Pelosi said, and I saw this on On a YouTube, and I'm sitting there with my mouth hanging open. She was telling reporters, Yes, we do tell lies. This is what we do. We take a lie, we feed it to the media, and then people say, Well, I heard it on the media, and that lie becomes truth. We do it all the time.
0: Standard operating procedure.
1: Exactly. So getting back to the slow demise of Lady Liberty and our inalienable rights, which they have the politicians have been trying to do this at least since the nineties because I wrote an op ed about complacency and as long as people were saying, Not in my backyard, nobody cared what they did and when I was twelve years old I read Orwell's nineteen eighty four. Mhm. And that was in the sixties. Would you say we're there?
0: Uh, yes, I think we are, as a matter of fact. And, um, you know, the, the, the whole idea of not letting a crisis go to waste, it's, it, this is a deep state thing. It's, it's beyond the deep state, it's, it's, it's pretty much across the board. Um, this virus is being used by politicians, as I said earlier, in both parties, frankly, to expand their own power at the expense of the individual. Um, you know liberty is being lost uh, it, it's been going it's been that way for some time though this is this is not new. Uh, you know you go back to the Patriot Act uh, warrantless surveillance you know where the government can listen in on your telephone calls without a warrant. Uh, you know you have uh, you have the National Defense Authorization Act of 2012 which brought in indefinite detention uh, where where again the government can the street uh, without any uh, due process whatsoever, they can knock on your front door, yank you out of your house, stick you in a hole somewhere, and keep you indefinitely. Uh, you don't get a phone call, you don't get an attorney, you don't get anything. Um, and just on the mere suspicion that you might somehow be uh, connected to or involved in, in some kind of a terrorist activity, so, uh, or just connected to, uh, you know, terrorism or something like that. And again, no due process, no no opportunity to talk to a lawyer, no phone call. They can just stick you in a hole somewhere and keep you there um, indefinitely. So, so forget random. Forget
1: habeas corpus.
0: Oh yeah, this is just you know this is so this is what we've come to uh, in in this society, and uh, it's 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 incredibly serious and incredibly dangerous. And if anything good comes out of this coronavirus, you know, pandemic and and the way in which the government has tried to usurp and infringe on all of our freedoms, maybe it will wake people up to the point that they'll begin to really question things and do some research and, and, and figure this stuff out. Because if we don't we don't get a handle on it very quickly, um, then it's all over. You are exactly
1: right. In fact, today I know you're on the same you're you're in the same group that I am. A group went to Orlando to Orange County to protest and the mayor of Orange County, Jerry Denning, Demings, said this, the protest was much of a circus.
0: <laughs> and then, well, oh, it, it gets takes, better. It takes one to know one, right? <laughs> exactly. The he's kind of a mayor
1: of Philadelphia, I mean the governor of Pennsylvania, said this, and I quote, He's gonna roll out a recovery plan, but he has no timetable right okay now that says, "Oh, maybe we'll go to the store maybe we won't or if a kid comes out a kid comes in and says, "Mommy, can I go to so?" well, I'll think about it. That is not an answer. It's a two step mhm the governor of Wisconsin is doubling down. She said that she is going to, are you ready for this, extend the harsher lockdown because they pro- protested. Actually, it was the governor of Michigan. The Michigan mayor yes. she said, I may have to extend the order. And she and you know why she said that? She said that because she's on Biden's short list for VP's.
0: Yeah, now there's a dangerous thought. Uh, you know, Joe Biden is president. My gosh. Uh, oh, there's no there's no end to the uh, you know uh, the usurpations of our freedom. That happens.
1: Exactly. So let's, let's. He
0: won't be in charge.
1: No, he'll be a puppet just like obama was
0: right exactly only worse
1: this this came over my facebook feed today and it says new weekly jobless claims came in at 5,245,000 added to the last 3 weeks claims 16,800,000 brings the total to over 20 million that almost wipes out the job gain since the Great Recession the last 12 years vaporized in four weeks for every oh, yeah. COVID-19 per- night-
0: go ahead I was just going to say what, uh, what what were they saying today the percentage, uh, the unemployment rate is going to be somewhere in the 15 to 20% range um those are staggering numbers. Um, perfect store? And it's just. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And the idea that we're going to come back—I mean, we're going to come back—but it's going to be a partial comeback. It's never going to be a complete comeback. You know, there are going to be people no. that are not going to reopen their businesses. Their businesses are lost, gone forever. Um,
1: and and that's you know, sad so it's gonna because
0: be, it's going to be some hard sledding. It's very sad, it's un- and totally unnecessary.
1: But yeah. Because oh, and we're going to get to the percentages. It says that there's 30, there are 34 family dinner tables without food or families with missed mortgage payments. The amount of damage to this is going to cause our citizens and our economy for a long time to come is unprecedented. The social and psychological consequences will be immense. And I started screaming the psychological consequences at the get-go because there's all – I told – my degree is criminal justice, and part of criminal justice was psychology. We had to study psychology in depth. And because I do know the human condition, there will be a rise in crime, domestic abuse, child abuse, alcoholism, drug use, PTSD, depression, and suicides will, will be higher than they've ever been.
0: That's exactly right. The cure is worse than the disease, um, which is why we've got to to get this economy opened up just as quickly as we possibly can. There's just no time to waste, um, or we're just going to be in a world of hurt. Uh, The longer this goes on, the worse it's going to become.
1: And the sad part is it's now become an us versus them. I have been called an idiot. I had been told I have moron virus. I love that one. That that one just blew me away. The same woman that called me that told me that she fled Naples, Florida as soon as she got wind of all this and ran back home to Lansing, Michigan, where they have the the greatest college educated system in the world and that she was Um, All set for 30 days She didn't have to leave her house She had gas, she had groceries She didn't have to leave her house for 30 days So my first thought was So you're part of the problem Because you probably hoarded toilet paper And because (laughs) I am from Georgia originally I said Well bless your heart You are a forward thinker And the woman was so dumb She did not understand She had been insulted She said Thank you for the compliment I said Martha May Understand something? That was not a compliment. That was a total insult. <laughs> Bless her.
0: So Bless then her she, heart.
1: <laughs> exactly. So then she has nothing to come back with on a logical level. So she puts up these photographs of you know how they used to do the Walmart crew where they would show all these people dressed as Walmart and Walmart, and so she puts that up. Right. She says, "Okay." I'm one upping you. This is my sarcasm to your insult. I'm going. Where did this come from?
0: Then she. You know, pret- that's, that's the- Go ahead. Go ahead. No, well, I was just going to say that. That's that's what it's come to. I mean, you know, we we've, we've shared stuff. I mean, we've been posting today on, uh, you know, on, on on Facebook, and there are so many people that are just so easily offended these days and are just being so sarcastic and so uh, demeaning in their, in their attitudes uh, and with, without a leg to stand on, with absolutely no basis for, for what they're suggesting. They are just literally buying hook, line, and sinker you know what the media and what the government is putting out there. Um,
1: because and it's she, sad. I mean, it is sad.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: In it's fact, she sad. told and me – They're giving
0: she, up their freedoms with, in, a, in, a, in the blink of an eye. Uh, they're willing to sacrifice their liberty and their freedom um, for a little perceived security. And, the, and the, as Franklin said, they don't deserve or and they they'll deserve they deserve neither, and they'll soon lose both. And that's, and and that's unfortunate, is, but that is where we're at.
1: that that the, the what they realize or don't realize is this is typical third world dictatorship. First, they make you fearful, then they starve you. So what happened? They put all this out about the virus. People ran to the stores, cleaned out the stores, keep cleaning out the stores, put our truck drivers in jeopardy because Trump said, okay, I'm lifting the 12-hour drive rule because he didn't want the people to starve. And and now we're truck drivers are having wrecks because they're tired. I mean, you can only mm-hmm. abuse a truck driver so long. And they're sitting 20 and 30 deep at warehouses and can't get their trucks loaded. So first they make you fearful, and then they starve you, and then they own you. Never let a crisis go to waste.
0: Exactly right.
1: So let's, let's talk about some numbers. You know, we keep getting this, oh, my state has got... 330,000 confirmed cases, right? Let's take New York. Just love New York because everybody fled out of New York and came to Florida. The ones that weren't already here, bless them. So New York has a population of 19 million Plus, I have the exact number. Wait a minute. I will read it to you. New York is 19,453,561 people in the state. Now, according to the um, real numbers out there, they have their biggest killer – Is heart disease They had a total Death number of heart disease From January 1st To yesterday of 30,019 people Their total death rate Of non-COVID-19 deaths From January 1st to yesterday Was 416,000 853 Now that's heart disease, diabetes You name it, it's in there And it's broken down Which comes to a total of 2.14% Of the population In New York Died from non-related COVID deaths Okay The COVID deaths Is 18,047 As of this morning With a population of 19,000,000 453,561 people, that percentage rate is point nine two percent And you would think that there was not a soul alive in New York.
0: Right. Exactly.
1: And they're not telling. They're not talking about it. What they're talking about is, well, we had X amount of People with, ca- with case-related illnesses, and we had eighteen thousand die. Well, you had one hundred and thirty-three case-related illnesses, and only eighteen thousand died out of a population of nineteen million. Really?
0: Right. Right.
1: Now my next my next fun one is Florida, because DeSantis. And I voted for him, and I'm not sure I didn't make a mistake. DeSantis got his knickers all in a twist, got everybody all in a twist, shut down the entire state. Now, we don't pay state taxes. We don't pay sales taxes on groceries. We depend on the snowbirds and tourism to run this state. Now he shut down the state, and you know what that's going to do, don't you? It's going to raise our taxes. Florida has a population well,
0: entirely... of. Go ahead. Well, no, I was I was going to say. I mean, if you look at, um, they, I mean, the the Florida legislature did put you know some money aside, uh, you know, to deal with this, but but it'll quickly be burned through. Um, and it's entirely possible that they'll try to raise taxes, um, but it's going to be extremely difficult for them to do that. I guess the problem that I have with the way in which you know, with the way in which this has all, all been approached, is I don't know if you saw the numbers that I posted today about Florida's cases. I did. Um, you know, based on based on a population of 22 million, we had 22,519 cases. That's 0.1%. Hospitalizations of thirty two forty nine that's 0014 percent deaths of six hundred and fourteen that's 0.0028. but here's the thing uh, you know the the sixty percent of all of that happens in the three southeast Florida counties of Broward palm Beach and dade and uh so if you if you if you take out their population from the twenty two million you end up with fifteen million eight hundred thousand people and then you take the forty percent of the cases so that's 9,008 cases divided by you know 15,800,000 15, people. That's only 0.05, not the 0.1 that we have statewide, but in the remaining 64 counties, not including those three, it's 0.05. In hospitalizations, it's only 1,300. That's 0.008. And deaths are only 246. That's 0.0015, but yet we're treating every county in the state of Florida exactly the same. That's why the blanket shutdown, the, the the one size fits all policy of closing down the entire state never made sense. For, you know, in the beginning, as you said earlier, I ran for governor. You know, I, I announced my campaign in May of 2017, and 16 months later, and over 100,000 miles later, I had campaigned in every county in the state of Florida. And this is an extraordinarily diverse state. I mean, we are like four or five different states all in one. And you know, to treat you know, to treat people in a county like Lafayette or Dixie or Gilchrist or Santa Rosa County the same way you're treating people in Miami-Dade or Broward, just never made any sense from the very beginning. It was, it was, it was, it was actually a kind of a lazy approach to the problem. Um, just shut it all down, treat everybody exactly the same, uh, and then sit back and see what happens. So I've been opposed to that from the very beginning.
1: And and in your In your research, because there is a site, and it is the United States Death Clock, and it gives okay. every death, every day, and the total and then there is a site called the u s Health Rankings now this is and I pulled all those numbers in Florida. The number one killer of people, because you know this is where the old people come to die. It's been that way since Henry Flagler. The number one killer of people is heart disease. From January 1st Mm -hmm. to yesterday, there were 29,233 deaths. That was heart disease. Our total COVID cases were only twenty three thousand three hundred and forty three across the state, our, and like you said, our total deaths were less than a thousand. They were, as of today, seven hundred and sixty. Where is their logic, Bob?
0: You know, you're not the first person to 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 bring this up, but it's 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 literally something something's going on. You know, so, there's something at work here uh, that is not being shared with the general population Um, because this this extraordinary reaction to to this on the part of the media – well, I mean, look, I think we all know what it was. They tried to impeach Trump. They couldn't do it. They tried to get him with the Mueller report. They tried to get him – every time they turned around, they tried to get – oh, we got him now, and then it fizzles. Oh, we got him now, and then it fizzles, and I don't think there's any question but that the media – Really jumped on this as hard as they possibly could because they saw it as their next opportunity to try to derail Donald Trump's presidency. Um, you know, there are so as you were just pointing out, the numbers just the numbers just don't make sense. And, and if don't you take the up. state of New York, if you take the state of New York, if you take those numbers out, just that one state, that half the deaths have come out of that one single state. That's a very you know I mean that's you take that out and then, and then look at the other forty nine states, the numbers just it, it, there's no logical reason why this thing would be getting this much attention well in sense.
1: california let's let's bring California into play because you know we've heard California and New York, california, new York, California's got a total population of thirty nine million five hundred twelve two hundred and twenty three people they also their number one killer of people is heart disease at 38,207 from January 1 today. Their total deaths is 282,520, which is 0.715%. Now, their total COVID deaths is 1,053, which is 0.00266,499%, not even a blip.
0: Right, exactly right. So, so what is it about? So, what is it about New York that has has made this thing so incredibly, you know, bad in that one location? Well, you know, part of it is you've got eight, over eight million people living on top of each other in New York City. I mean, the yep. density of that is incredible. Then you look at Florida, where the hot spot is, is Miami Dade County. So you know and then you look at at other states the hotspots are always in the densely populated areas so let's just go back in time a uh, a a decade plus when we started all of the growth management practices and states started buying up you know buying up vacant land and buying up you know supposedly environmentally endangered properties and started passing growth management legislation that was designed to to drive everybody into the cities and to create, you know, to, to to stop urban sprawl. We don't want urban sprawl. We want more dense populations. You know, we want more more people concentrated in smaller geographical areas. Well, guess what? This is part of the problem that we're having now uh, with with the coronavirus. Is that it's these densely populated areas where people live on top of each other that that we're seeing the most cases. So there's a there's another f- government has a tendency to basically screw up almost everything that they put their hands on. <laughs> and I'm from the government, and I'm here to help. That's exactly right. So let's pack everybody One. into, smaller, into more, more smaller geographic locations, and then, and then this happens, and we, everybody shakes their head and goes, oh, my God, what happened? Well, that's what happened. You put but, people on top oh, of each then, other, and this is what you get.
1: Then I pulled. Then I pulled, and this is also something they're not talking about. The total United States population, that's all 50 states, men, women, children, whatever, that's the entire population of the United States, is hundred and forty-six people. The
0: well, total, you, mean, you mean 300 million, not 3 billion. 300, but thank 300
1: you. It's, it's late at they, night. Okay. I can't get my numbers right. I
0: understand. But, I understand. The
1: total COVID deaths. Quote, unquote, because CDC has said, whatever they're dying from, put COVID down so we'll all get money for it. So we know that's corrupt. So the total COVID deaths is 33,049. The percentage is 0.00990837%. Right. Why, in the name of all that is logical, would supposed intelligent human beings fall for the media whores and the politician and let them be brainwashed sheep?
0: Well, and and have you also noticed that the media right now, just as soon as as we had more cases than any other. You know than most any other country. As soon as we had more deaths, they want to say there have now been more more people have died in America than have died in Italy because of this. More people have died in America than have died in Spain. More people have died in America. Well, look, you can't compare. The only comparison between countries that is at all legitimate is a per capita comparison. How many deaths per capita? How many hospitalizations per capita? And if you base that, if you compare country by country on a per capita basis, we are down at the bottom. I mean, it's, it's you know we're not anywhere near what's happened in Italy or Germany, or not Germany. Germany's actually doing pretty well. Italy, Spain, France, you know, this just not even close. Their debts per capita are far higher than ours are by exponential kinds of numbers. Uh, but but you won't hear that from the from the media. The media is going to make it sound like we're suddenly. We're suddenly leading the way, if you will, uh, you know in terms of death, so, so it it's it's corrupt. the whole thing is corrupt and the
1: sad part is and and I think that somewhere along the line, maybe i I lost my common sense because I thought that the American people were smarter than this i mean we my my mother and father came from the greatest generation they would they my dad would have said what is wrong with you people mm-hmm. my grandmother yeah, exactly lived right. through the 1918 spanish flu her first husband died but she would be the first one to say what is wrong with you people
0: i agree i agree you're absolutely right
1: are they willing to give up their freedoms which comes with responsibility. I don't negate that. People say, "Well, I want to be free." Well, yeah, but freedom comes with responsibility. And one of the responsibilities is those people that are sitting up in Washington in their ivory towers work for us.
0: Exactly right.
1: They don't exactly own right. and
0: us. Mhm. I've had I've had numerous I've had a number of people that have in response to some various things that I've posted that have said that you know that I'm being critical, I'm being too critical, that I'm I'm being divisive, that I should not be criticizing, I should be, you know, I should we should all pull together and you know and I tell people all the time, look, no, there's two things. Number one, it's it's if you're an elected official, you need to expect criticism. That comes with the territory. I mean, it's that simple. Nobody gets a free pass. If you're if you're one of our elected representatives. You should expect criticism, and me as a, as, a, as a United States citizen, every single one of us, we have not only the right to criticize or challenge or question our elected officials, we have a responsibility to do that, to, to dig deep into the numbers and deep into the facts and, 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 try, to, and try to raise people's awareness you know, of, of what's going on. And too many people are too willing to just take whatever is being told by the government and by the media, at face value, and just go along willingly, and 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 take the by the corporate line and just fall in line and, and do what they're told, and and live in fear. And I just refuse to do that. I refuse to live in fear, and uh, I refuse to be, you know, to be one of these people that just does whatever they're told, and and, and goes along to get along. I'm just not going to. I'm just not going to do that. It's just that simple
1: well when we when we allow those who we elected and and this is another thing that we as a country have forgotten we are the government they are just the elected officials to represent our desires we put them in there to take care of our business but somehow it got twisted to where they think they're in there to take care of us because we're too stupid to look after ourselves. (laughs) Right. I have a problem with that. I was raised a free thinker from the time I was a little bitty girl. So when my mother used to say, Vaughn, if you jump off that chair, you're going to get hurt. Well, I don't see two roads. I see one. I jumped off the chair anyway. I learned. (laughs) Right. But don't tell, don't don't presume that I'm too stupid to go digging, and don't presume that what you tell me I'm going to take it face value. Because many, many years ago I learned I trust nothing and I question everything. Good way to be. And and my one of my husband's favorite sayings used to be, "Are you going to believe your lying eyes, or are you going to believe what I tell you?" <laughs> Think about that one
0: (laughs) Right right.
1: So I don't believe anything they say Because they'll say anything To get in office Then they will convince Their constituents When they're in office That this is the best thing for them Because they know better
0: Oh yeah, that just drives me crazy. That's the most that that kind of that kind of arrogance, that kind of pomposity on the part of elected officials. And we and and you're right. I mean, my gosh, there's so many it happens so often, you know, we somebody comes along and they're new and they're you know and, and, and they're running for the first time and gosh, they just say all the right things and, and they have all the right beliefs and all the right positions and you know, we just really feel good about them and we think that you know, this is somebody we can get behind, and we do. We get behind them. We work hard for them, help them raise some money, get them elected, and they're not in office for more than a year before they begin to think that they know so much better than we do, and they get they get they get suckered in um, to you know the they begin to they begin to think that they're 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 in a class different from 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 the rest of us, and and uh, they just change. Uh, they get they get drunk with power and um and they think that they as you said they think that they know better than anybody else uh and and it's you know it's just a shame uh they turn and and it happens sooner uh with some than it does with others but eventually it seems to happen to all of them which is very That's important That's why we should have
1: term limits on the House of Representatives oh, gosh, yes. and the Senate gosh yes
0: Gosh, yes. I mean, it it,
1: it was never meant been, to be a, a lifetime. It it was never meant to be a lifetime employment.
0: Exactly right. And,
1: and and when they leave office, they should draw Social Security like the rest of us old people.
0: There you go. Yeah, because we've made they, it too. Uh, we've made it too comfortable for them.
1: Yes, and that brings up that that segues into my next thought. Process. Now, according to, again, believe nothing and question everything, according to everything I have read, there's this big thing that says, oh, no, we're going to give you this $1,200 plus 500 for every child, yada, 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 and you're not going to be penalized for it. You're not going to have to pay taxes on it. You're not going to have to do anything. But come next year, it is going to be deducted from any tax credit that you might receive, a.k.a. your standard deductions. Do you you know that when I I try to tell people that, they tell me I'm out of my mind? (laughs) Oh, no, we don't have to pay it back. They told us we didn't have to pay it back. Well, technically, yeah, you do.
0: Right. Right You're not going to have to stroke a check to the United States government for $1,200 dollars they're, they're just going to reduce your refund by $1,200 dollars or they're going to reduce you know the you know or they or they're going to uh, make it as you said it's going to be a credit against you know what you, what you would have been able to deduct uh, but yeah it's basically your money you're basically getting an advance on your own money um, And then they're you know, saying, and, well and you're not going to get it the next year.
1: If you don't make more than $75,000, that's not going to happen. Yeah, and let me tell you something else. I got a bridge in Brooklyn for sale.
0: Mhm. Right, right. Waterfront property in the Everglades. <laughs> yeah.
1: And here Nancy Pelosi wants to give everybody $2,000 more for the next six months, so they're going to go out and print some more money?
0: Well, see, that's the insanity of this whole thing. Is we're debasing our currency. It's not. It's not just the 2.2 trillion dollars that we got in this stimulus package. It's the 4 trillion dollars that the Fed is pumping into the economy. Uh, it's just it, you know we're destroying the dollar. We're debasing our currency, uh, which ultimately is going to be extraordinarily highly inflationary. This is Zimbabwe kind of stuff that's going on right now. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to the money supply, uh, and, and what we're doing, uh, it's just, it's it's insane. Uh, you know, and we keep – and all of this, I mean, I'm 63 years old. I, you know, I have I have three kids. I have five grandchildren. I'm sure you probably have children and grandchildren. Um, I have great-grandchildren. You know, what are you
1: talking about?
0: That, that, well, see, there you go. And all we're, all we're doing, all we're doing is putting all of this on their backs. They're the ones uh-huh. that are ultimately uh, going to have to, to deal with – and they're not – look, they're not going to pay it back. They're just, as I said earlier, it's just that the the, the money's going to become worthless, and the whole thing there's, there really is no way out for them at this point. You know, I was with my son up in New York City back in oh gosh, what month was it? I'm probably lucky I don't have the coronavirus because I was just up in New York, I think, in early February, and um, you know he lives there in Manhattan, he and his wife, and um, you know we were up there and we were talking about things, and and he he, he understands social security is not going to be around for him he gets it yeah. you know he, he 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 acknowledges it he knows it and it's 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 really a shame it's really sad what we're doing to these future generations and, 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 the, and the, the, it's just completely irresponsible on our part
1: the other sad part the other and and I'm get blasted all the time by these these young people telling me how stupid I am and how selfish I am Well, when they live as long as you and I have lived, I want them to come back to me and say, oh, you really weren't that stupid.
0: The older they get, the smarter we become. (laughs) Funny how that works out. Right. Right, exactly right.
1: when, When they started this first stimulus thing, my first question is, where are we going to get the money? We are broke. Now, this person that is on my friend's page, who has to argue with me if I say the door is open, he says it's closed. He puts up (laughs) um, numbers from 2014 to try to justify that we are solid in the black in our country. And I said, Edward, these are from 2014. We're 2020. Are you still on the same planet as I am?
0: Right. What did he say?
1: He didn't have a comeback And when I put the numbers up right. today From all of this data All this raw data That from the the United States death clock And uh, with the death clock They also have the coronavirus deaths They have those as well But they're separated out from the normal deaths So when I put all that up And put the sources up Not one person gave me pushback today Mm-hmm
0: Mm-hmm yeah, I was disappointed. Uh, yeah. Look, I, I was very
1: disappointed.
0: I understand. Well, it's like all the all the numbers that I've posted. Nobody, nobody, ch- nobody challenges the numbers. They just challenge you for putting the numbers up there. It's like well, they didn't even like do that. I was so disappointed. the truth. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, here's the truth. Oh, shame on you for giving us the truth. You know, we didn't want it. But, we didn't want the truth. We we, we want. To continue to believe that the sky is falling all around us um, We can't
1: handle the truth Because we're such snowflakes and, and we just want to get in the corner And sing kumbaya And, and the lion sleeps tonight And where's my blanket and my pacifier Because I'm so scared <laughs>
0: Right
1: Police oh, I, I have a very good friend that's a Democrat I love her to death But she's not from this country She is from Trinidad and Tobago and she does not understand my passion and my, my ilk at people who we elected trying to steal our inalienable rights, the, the right to assemble, the right to freedom of speech, the right to arm bears or bear arms, however you want to read it. That was one of my <laughs> professor's favorite sayings. And the right to freedom of worship. They have tried to almost successfully uh, strip all of those rights from us, right? And she doesn't get it. She does not get Mm -hmm. it. And once they're gone, Bob, we'll never get them back.
0: Well, that's right. John Adams said, "Liberty once lost is lost forever." Um, Yep. You know, and so it's uh, and that's that's where we are, Uh, and it's been it's been an erosion. There's been an erosion of our liberty now for, for many, many years, but it's been accelerated dramatically as a result of this. Um, and it's, 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 it's really distressing. So, and, and, what's, and what's most distressing is that it's happening to people, and they don't even realize it. Uh, they're so uh, just so ignorant and so blind to what's really going on, they just, they just don't have a clue.
1: Well, they're asleep at the wheel. I've never seen, mm-hmm. if if we were in our vehicles and driving and we fell asleep at the wheel, we would crash and burn. Right. This is what is happening to our country. We are going to crash and burn, and one day when people wake up, and, and pardon my French because I don't know any other way to say it, but when they get their head out of their ass, and somebody comes and beats down their door and drags off someone they love, for allegedly whatever, you think they'll wake up then?
0: You know that's a great question, and um, but 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 probably not. And this, you know this this kind of thing is, is already happening. I mean, you know we what we're seeing now. With governors and in, in in Michigan and other places, and the assaults on, on freedom of worship and, and and those kinds of things, um, I, you know, I, I've got two books that I recommended recently. Uh, you know, I, I did a Facebook live about it and, and, and talked about it. There's a, a guy named John Ruther, excuse me, a guy named John Whitehead. He's a constitutional attorney, scholar, author. He started the Rutherford Institute several years ago for the defense and protection of civil liberties, and he wrote two books recently. Well, I shouldn't even say – he's written several books, but the two books that I'm talking about, one was written in 2013. It's called A Government of Wolves: The Emerging American Police State, and then the sequel to that, which came out two years later in 2015, was Battlefield America, The War on the American People, and uh, these two books are just… Uh, frightening as hell, but they're extraordinarily well documented and put noted, and uh, I would encourage everybody uh, that's at all concerned about the loss of your civil liberties and your freedoms um, you know to 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 visit uh, the Rutherford Institute uh, website, order these two books or, or they're available on amazon.com or at least they were as their last time I checked the Government of Wolves and Battlefield America both by John W. Whitehead and, uh, you know, Andrew Napolitano said about Battlefield America, and I quote here, said, I challenge anyone to read this book and then try to go to sleep. I found that impossible. Um, it's, it's frightening. And, and, you know, we live in, you know, we live in Florida. You live in Port St. Lucie. I live in Melbourne. You know, we're, we're not really big cities or anything like that, but, and so we don't, we don't necessarily live this uh, on a daily basis. But some of the things that are happening in cities, big cities all across all across the country, uh, is is just terrifying. You know what's going on. Uh, wanna, in you know Battlefield America. Uh, let me just I'll just read this this one paragraph from the inside flap. Um, it says, consider the scenario: a city is placed under martial law; its citizens under house arrest. Military-style helicopters equipped with thermal imaging devices are buzzing the skies. Weaponized drones equipped with rubber bullets, tasers, and tear gas are flying overhead. Manned tanks and armored vehicles are rolling down the streets. Snipers are perched on rooftops as hundreds of Black Guard police swarm the streets. And SWAT teams carry out house-to-house searches. So these things have happened here, meaning here in America, perhaps Uh in a neighborhood near you. This has gone on, and uh, if you don't think that the government will – Will infringe on your liberty and and and, and pick and sw- conduct a sweep through your neighborhood and and uh, and pick you up without justification. It 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 can happen. You know we all have an we all have a responsibility to be vigilant uh, because in you know that's the only thing that 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 allows us to keep our freedom. Eternal vigilance is the price of freedom, and, and so many people are just. Too trusting of government and too willing to believe and accept whatever they're being told, and uh, it's just it's it's very frightening what's happening.
1: Do you remember several years ago, and it was right around or right after nineteen eighty four came out. There was another book that came out. And it was called Logan's Run.
0: I remember book, the movie. I never read the book.
1: Well, the the book. Just, it went there. And people fail for what those in power were selling, except for two people. And that's where we're headed. I pulled an op-ed, and it was Yahoo.com Finance News, and it talks about how Google and Apple are making an app that will trace who are out and about who have been, quote, unquote, diagnosed with the COVID-19. Mhm. That's frightening.
0: Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, it's terrible. It's terrible. And they're talking about a chip. You know, uh, they're talking about chipping people now. Uh, can, somebody to, you know, to, out, can somebody just take Bill Gates out?
1: Can somebody just take Bill Gates out behind the woodshed?
0: <laughs> somebody needs.
1: That, he's been in bed with the Chinese for years.
0: hmm
1: And and he's the he's the one driving this train, and people are too stupid to see it. Him and Dr. Fauci. Right. Doctor Doctor Fauci. Every time he opens his mouth, I want to put my fist in it. <laughs> he it's is amazing nothing, the hero but...
0: worship that uh, the hero worship of that guy is just it. it really is it's it's unbelievable. I mean, this was a guy that as late as late late in January, he was still going around saying, "Oh, the American people have nothing to worry about from this." And then a month later, it's like, "Oh my God, we're all in big trouble." But the, the press continues die. to treat him like he's like he's the press continues to treat him like he's. Like he's, you know, the second coming that that he that he can do no wrong that you know that that everything he says must be, you know, must be believed and 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 must be accepted at face value. I mean, he's not been right; he's been wrong as much as he's been right. But yet they continue to they continue to hold him up as the standard. Everything he says is well, gospel. The, the,
1: the, the he he reminds me of what happened. During Hitler, you know, when when Hitler, my mother had a friend who survived Nazi Germany, and she said that because they lived out in the country that they didn't always get all of the, the news and what was going on, and then if they got it, it was watered down. Well, when Hitler came to power, he was so charismatic, and he was so smooth, and he was the second coming, and I was going to be beautiful. They all fell for it. Nobody questioned it. So when they came and started taking people away, they didn't question it. Right. What, what is going to have to happen in this country to make people wake up and understand that the people that we voted in are human beings with egos bigger than Texas, with an agenda, and will do anything they can by hook, Crook, legal, illegal, panic, fear, anxiety, shutting the country down, making it go bankrupt to achieve their agenda.
0: Right. Yes, that is absolutely right. That is absolutely right. Way, way, way too many corrupt politicians so with the only their own, um, you know, their own uh, job security in mind. Uh, you know and just and just take a look at what happened to Thomas Matthew he was vilified because he insisted that the Congress you know follow the Constitution and actually show up to vote um, you know he, he the only one you know the only one in the entire House of Representatives that was willing to put his neck out there on the line and say this is wrong you know truckers are working, grocery store clerks are working you know, all of these people are are you know The the healthcare workers, first respond everybody you know all of these people are putting themselves out there and the you know United States members of the of the United States House of Representatives don't want to have to come to work. Um, you a river. Yeah, and so he you know he stands up for the Constitution and and tries to insist that they follow their own rules and follow the Constitution and he gets vilified over it. Um, You know so that's just and that's just wrong, but. Listen, another I, I've one got about to tell uh, you, I have I I'm going to have to go, but I have thoroughly enjoyed this and I and I just want to thank you for having me on tonight. And um you know, I, I'll try to make we will it have a to uh, do this I'll try to, I'll try to, Yeah, we will sometime, absolutely. Now, Are you on every night or what's what's your what's your program like?
1: Well, I had I had the show up and running every night of the week for about four years while I was taking care of my terminal ill husband. And then I lost him in October of 2018 and and he was my biggest fan. He was my biggest supporter. And so when he died, I took it, I I stopped for a long time because I just couldn't, it it was just one of those things that was just too painful. Well, this has fired me back up. So this thing is coming back. And I don't know how many nights a week I'll do it, but I'm going to keep screaming and yelling until somebody listens.
0: Well, I'm glad you're doing it because it's important. And uh, yours is a a voice that needs to be heard.
1: Well, this show reaches 500 countries, and there's over 500,000 listeners.
0: That's great. That's terrific.
1: And I'm sure you and I tomorrow will get some pushback.
0: Well, you are welcome
1: in... (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, if if you haven't yet hooked up with him and you are of like minds, he is on my Facebook page, and we are not going to stop fighting because we right. love our country. We love our Constitution, Absolutely. and we are not going to stop fighting for your rights even if you stop. Am I right, Bob?
0: Exactly right. Exactly right. Thanks, Yvonne. Got to run.
1: You are welcome. Thank you so much for coming on.
0: You bet. All right. Bye bye now.
1: Bye bye. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it first here. I'm going to open up the lines for the last few minutes of the show. If you want to call in, you can call in at 516 387 1756, and we can have a debate. You can ask a question. But I am telling you, ladies and gentlemen, there's some, there are a lot of unanswered questions. There are a lot of complacent people in this country who absolutely just go along to get along. As you heard Bob and I talking, Nobody's questioning. We gave you the numbers. We gave you the raw data. You can find it anywhere. You can find it on the United States death clock. It kicks off every second. You can find it on the u s health wait a minute, and I'll get that link for you. I will put those links on the on the show after the show is over. I will put those links up so that you can see it, but you can you can go there and see the raw data for yourself. It's there. You can also get it on the u s health rankings It has every state in the union it has What people die from, how many, it even breaks it down by age And this virus is a drop in the bucket It is no worse than any other virus that we have out there It's no worse than H1N1 that nobody got their knickers in a twist It is really no worse than the Spanish flu of 1918 that my grandmother lived through Yes, she lost her husband But, ladies and gentlemen, bottom line, none of us get out of here alive. And none of us know when our time is up. And one day we are all going to die. It is that simple. Does it hurt? Yes, it hurts. I've lost seven people in the last ten years back to back. Yes, it hurts. But death is inevitable. But you don't bankrupt a country And you don't ruin people's lives because you have an agenda as a politician. It is wrong, it is immoral, and they will all answer for it. You do not doubt my faith and my God. You do not doubt my intelligence. And then try to use that against me when I show you the data. If that is the only thing that people have to fight with, name-calling and telling me that I have no faith and that I'm not intelligent, that's not a debate, ladies and gentlemen. If y'all can show me different numbers, if you can prove to me on any other raw data that I'm wrong, we'll have a conversation. But until then, this is a question we have to ask ourselves. Why doctors and coroners are being directed by our government to lie? They are being told to pad the numbers. Why? Because the numbers just are not supporting all of this upheaval. They are being being told to list all non-murder deaths as COVID-19. There are many reasons which I'll share throughout this. If you die of a heart attack, COVID-19. If you die of a stroke, COVID-19. If you die of pneumonia, COVID-19. Ladies and gentlemen, that is totally insane. Ask yourselves why patients who are placed on ventilators are dying, and then ask yourself why is it that the government put in place that no doctor or hospital can be sued for wrongful death if they are a COVID patient. And then you will connect the dots as to why coroners and doctors are being ordered to list all non-murder deaths as COVID-19. The ventilators are the death sentences. Because the treatment is absolutely wrong Think about that People on ventilators should not be on ventilators Doctors are coming out sharing that high doses of natural supplements And oxygenation of the blood Are showing a positive response in COVID patients Yet this does not line the pockets And that doesn't give hospitals kickbacks And it's not part of the narrative Ask yourself why doctors and nurses are speaking out, revealing that they just aren't seeing what is being reported. They are layoffs and they're cutting of hours because hospitals across the nations are ghost towns and not only in non-hot spots. Think about that, ladies and gentlemen. People aren't going to the ER. People aren't having surgery, elective or not. People are having heart attacks at home because they're afraid to go to the hospital because they can't take their loved ones with them. Ask yourself why government authorities stand shoulder to shoulder from one another, touching their faces, rubbing their eyes and noses, while demanding from the American people to socially distance six feet apart and no groups larger than ten. Are you flipping kidding me? So brush up on history, world and American. I believe, and there is evidence abroad, that this virus was man-made. Why? Because there are agendas deeply seated within the wicked hearts of many. Power corrupts, absolute power corrupts absolutely. Think about that. Power corrupts, absolute power corrupts absolutely. How do you control the people? With fear. When governing powers use fear, the people will surrender freedoms, will willingly exchange it for safety, study your history. Oh, wait. That is, if they haven't changed history to suit the narrative ask yourself if china wants another years of trump as president so just research the fair trade war america was winning ask yourself why is it that fauci is heavily invested in the vaccine industry because the vaccine industry makes bank in other words money he is very close to bill gates bill gates as well that's another post of its own researching He's advising our entire country seriously, people? Look into the countries who are not listening to fear but rather choosing to go against these powers and keeping their countries open and operating. They give the information of COVID and advise the immune compromise to consider staying indoors just like any other old virus. But they are using herd immunity on the general pop, healthy on the general healthy population why? Because history proves it works, and guess what? It's working now. Ask yourself why considering the facts that vitamins A, B, C, D, and zinc strengthen the average person's immune system. Why the government is heavily invested in antibodies, tests, and vaccines for COVID-19. Why are they going further with talks of an antibody-slash-immunity registry? The government has never been able to force vaccines. They are trying, though. Will you be able to return to work without a vaccine? Will students be able to return to schools without one? Are you willing to pump a foreign substance into your body which has not stood the test of time, proving it's worth a risk? Ask yourself if taking supplements makes the government money or vaccines do. If you're new to the truths found with the vaccine industry, Brew a cup of coffee, sit down, and familiarize yourself. Ask yourself why they are pressuring pressuring President Trump to lift his refusal and allowing aborted baby tissue cells, et cetera, for the COVID vaccine research because they have expressed they, quote, unquote, need these aborted babies in order to create a COVID vaccine. We have more aborted babies in the United States and people have died of the virus. Think about that one. Ask yourself why churches are closed, yet kill mills, abortion clinics, remain open. Not for emergencies, not for those few cases the mother's health is in jeopardy, but for, you got it, business as usual. Why are liquor stores open yet we cannot sit outside in our cars at church, parking lots without police officers showing up, recording license plates, and issuing fines for non-compliance. When they say regarding the liquor stores remain open, well, addicts would go into withdrawals and overwhelm our hospitals. You mean the empty hospitals whose staff are scratching their heads at the lack of COVID-19 patients? Let's go back to church. Why is it that socially distancing is not enough, socially distancing and vehicles never exiting while worshiping, yet they are using this to encourage a police state? Ask yourself why they're encouraging the American people to rat out their neighbors regarding social gatherings or illnesses. Why is it being entertained that if you do not report a sick family member, it gives them the power to come into your home and remove them? Can you Imagine Hitler anyone anyone Hitler last time I checked it it is my right to stay home self-quarantine and treat my illnesses as I see fit just as I have done for my entire adult life we don't use doctors or viruses we stay at home treat and recover without any vaccines or hospital intervention oh my favorite election year Now there's a push for mailing balance because COVID-19 is here. Can you imagine the fraud? If you don't see a red flag in this, again, brush up on what party's been pushing for this for some time. I'm not saying this to divide. I'm just being observant. There's so many pieces to COVID-19. No one, including myself, has all the pieces in order to complete the puzzle because the puzzle keeps changing. However, most Americans feel something is not quite right, so trust that. It's called discernment. Observe, pray, listen, decide for yourselves. Even though I felt in my heart to resist against the COVID-19 narrative, this person that wrote this says, I complied so I could have time to put some pieces together. Now I'm listening to medical personnel who are being told to lie. I'm listening to coroners who are being told to list all non-murder deaths as COVID-19, very trustworthy, honorable, 1st first-hand friends and families. I'm listening to the frontline workers who are revealing that the vents are not working but rather killing these patients because it is the wrong treatment. I'm listening to the doctors and medical personnel who are as puzzled as we are because the numbers are simply not there. The news media is lying, the government is lying, and we are the ones who suffer, our families, ourselves, our communities, our states, our country, our economy. So buckle up and prepare. There are agendas and wicked hearts behind this. Brace for a significant impact. This is a train wreck, ladies and gentlemen, a train wreck. And as within all train wrecks, the only way to stop it is to slam on the brakes and let this sucker derail. And the only way that we are ever going to get our country back is to say enough. When we are told by people in charge, it's okay to be outside, and a paddle is arrested paddle boarding by himself, When a father is in a park playing with his daughter, a former cop, no less, playing with his daughter around no one else, and he's put in handcuffs in front of his child. Really, ladies and gentlemen? Really? When a church in Mississippi is having an outdoor service and everyone is in their cars, no one is outside of their cars and they're listening to the service on their radios, and the cops come in and give these elderly people $500 tickets. Really? What is wrong with this picture? Then the next week, the next week, the mayor sends the cops back over to the church building to block the entrance to the parking lot. People... I'm telling you, we are on the edge of a disaster. If you want your children to live like Venezuela, Zimbabwe, Cuba, continue in this vein. If you are asleep at the wheel and do not understand what our Constitution says, what the preamble of our Constitution says, and you are okay with living like this, you are sad. You have literally spit in the face of the men and women who died for this country. You have literally said, I don't care that you put your life On the line for my freedom I don't care That you went And did that And expected nothing In return That I don't care That your families No longer have you In their life Because I want The government To take care of me I want the government to hold my hand. I want the government to feed me. The preamble of the Constitution says this. We, the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, Provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our prosperity. Do ordain and establish the Constitution of the United States. Ladies and gentlemen, those are powerful, powerful words. For those of you who don't understand your history because... We know they like to change it to suit the narrative. The reason the United States was formed was due to tyranny in England. They could no longer worship as they chose. They could no longer have freedom of speech. They could no longer have freedom of assembly. They could no longer be free thinkers. So they left. They came to the colonies. Then tyranny tried to reign again because England decided that they were going to tax the tea. That was the breaking point. If they haven't changed history in your history books, that started the Boston Tea Party. It is time for another Boston Tea Party. It is time for people to understand that we are allowing the people in power to have absolute power. This is our country. Our ancestors fought and died for these rights, the rights to assemble, the rights of freedom of speech, the rights to bear arms, the rights to worship as we want to, the right to be able to come and go as we wish, the right to be free thinkers and the right to make our own decisions. We do not need to have our hands held. We do not have to live in fear. We do not have to believe everything they tell us because they said it. We question everything and believe nothing. The news media has a narrative. Their narrative is, Ratings. My late husband used to call them media whores. The politicians have a narrative. It's called getting votes at whatever the cost, called keeping people under our thumbs because we have for years. Think about that. For years years and years and years and years and years, they had the minority groups and they had the African Americans. The African-American said no more. We're done. You promised us everything and delivered nothing. What have we got to lose? So what did they do? They changed their narrative. We're going to scare people into submission because we have all knowledge. We are the wizard of Oz. It's time to pull back the curtain. It's nothing but a little man with a big mouth. It's nothing but a little man Who's power hungry It has nothing to do With this virus The numbers do not Justify it The numbers do not prove it 50 states shut down 50 states To kill the economy 50 states to bring you The American public To your knees 50 states Where people will say Well give us a handout And we'll go away quietly First you instill the fear Then you starve them I will not Shut up This is just the beginning You know that you can reach me On my Facebook page I have the numbers here I will post the links On my Facebook page I will also post them here on the on on my program. This program will go up on many different sites. Please share it. I will do another show. But understand, ladies and gentlemen, your freedom. Your freedom is at stake. Your ability to live your life without fear is at stake. It is time to stand up and be counted. And with that, I'm going to play one of my favorite ads for a beautiful, beautiful set of sisters. We would like to welcome back Yvonne Mason to the airwaves, which we affectionately call the mama of modern lit. Now for our boring ads. Okay, so you guys are tired and nothing to dance about in 2020? why not check out the 25 Hottest Authors, Artists, and Advocates magazine. Indie Authors, Artists, and Advocates available on www.andwethought.com. You can also see what your ladies are up to. And their books, Literary Life Guides with Hot Poetry. A.K.A., yeah, our actual books. And audio on www.andwethought.com. So stay well and stay healthy out there, you guys. All right, bye-bye.